Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hey, design lovers. I feel like that's you if you're listening to this podcast. I want to big sister you guys for a minute on a really great service we have at Alice Lane. It's the newest service we offer. It's called Home Furnishings Design. And what it is, is we're going to do the furnishings in your home for you completely complimentary service. So all of your budget can go to the furniture itself. And it's great because our people are going to get your room measurements. They're going to throw it on CAD. And then we're going to do the space planning for you to make sure you get the right size pieces, to make sure you get that right size rug, to make sure we're making the furniture in the right fibers so that it can hold up against your pets and your kids. And we're going to arrange all the ordering, the shipping, the delivery, and even help you style it in a really frustration-free experience working with an actual interior designer. Not all of us are building new homes or remodeling a home. We might just need new furniture for one space. Maybe you want to work on that primary suite. Maybe you deserve a new bed and you're going to give that old bed to the guest bedroom. Let us help you show you all the options. We have 200 vendors. We can work in any style. Again, the service is complimentary. It couldn't be easier. You're just going to book your appointment at alicelanehome.com. Again, it's called Home Furnishings Design, and it is the easiest program and best way to order furniture. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dear Alice. We've got Sue Hall today. Hi, guys. Corey Place. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are all low-key. I know. It's just a Wednesday. It has been the craziest craziest week yeah like we all just like steamed in here just like rolled off the rolled off the train (laughs) i was late which i am not i'm not a late person yeah (laughs) so Corey, what are you working on these days what are you noodling on i'm trying to get a passport from the u.s government and it's driving me (laughs) insane (laughs) oh you guys i was with Corey yesterday and he was on hold for an hour and a half and he had like 90 minutes to go Mm -hmm. and so in our in our conversation was hold music playing in the background with his phone on speaker cool. so he could still just work and be on indefinite hold. Did you ever talk to them yesterday? Yeah. Uh, two hours and 22 minutes is what I was on hold for. Oh my so gosh. It was crazy. Uh, and people would walk into my office and be like, you're just listening to classical music off of your phone. I'd be like, this is distorted classical music. Yeah. This is the U S <laughs> this is the U S government, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing but the best. I know. Oh, where are you is going it gonna, with that passport? Yeah. Indonesia oh. in four days. Glamorous. Is it going to make it? I don't know. They, they said, well, man, if you would have called us last week, we might've got you and might have been able to get you an appointment in Denver to get it same day. I was like, I did call you last week and asked you everything that I could do to get it on time. And you said nothing. So yeah, I don't know. You're bad. Not mine. (sighs) Oh man. it, It is what it is. It'll work out. I actually, for some reason, I just think it's going to, it's going to happen, but it hasn't shipped yet. I do know that. So it's still being worked on. You know what? FedEx is quick. Yeah, I have four days. I I paid for overnight delivery, so we'll see. Sweaty armpits, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Oh, good times. I'm excited for you to go to Indonesia. It'll be cool. I'm way excited. Exotic. Yeah, I already have like, yeah, yeah, we have like dinner plans. Um, I don't know. The restaurants, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm worried about Adam. I have a feeling he doesn't do well with... He does great. Okay. He'll eat crickets. Okay, great. He'll, if you're at a restaurant and they're serving venison, he'll get that. Okay. He'll eat rattlesnake. He'll eat anything. He's going to be my, I'm going to be like, Adam, you try it. If you like it. Yeah. I'll dive in. And he challenges the chef with his, their level of spiciness. Oh, 
So yeah. he's like a very adventurous kitchen person. Perfect. So don't worry about Adam at all. He's not anything near picky. Okay. Yeah. At I, that time, he like was dared to eat 12 dozen, baker's dozen, habaneros. Yes, habanero so, so peppers. So 13, 13? Yeah. Wow. Sweating. Sweating and drinking a gallon of milk while I, he did it. I, and he did it. That's crazy. And I don't think he's ever been the same since. And yeah, I like, still and give his friend a hard time. In his heart. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got a hole in his heart. Exactly. Gosh, dang it. Oh my gosh. Uh, so crazy. You guys, if you think I sound um, less like myself today, I've got a little bit of a sore throat. We went to market and just got back and we talk so much while we're there yeah. that I was like, Charlie did I lose Cappies. my throat or is this a little cold? So um, don't come at me and tell me my cords are fried. <laughs> this is, no. this is just a little or, something. Or that, or that she needs a drink of water. Cause guess what? Already yeah. tried it. Yes. I've got 44 ounces of water and cough drops hereby. So I just want to say, this is me, Jess. It's just my voice for this, for this podcast. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll yeah. try and do majority of the talking, but I love it. Um, yeah. okay. So we're going to get into a new, I'm going to call it a trend, but it's really a lifestyle and it's something that continues to pop up in the different magazine articles we're seeing lots on TikTok, mm, lots on Instagram. Tons. And I feel like we need to talk about it here. I think so too. We need to unpack it. Let's yeah. Lots to unpack here. Yes. So the trend or the lifestyle is called quiet luxury. Others refer to it as stealth wealth, mm. which means you're really quiet about your luxury and that you're actually looking more like millionaires look and not trying to drip so hard. Mm-hmm. And by that, we mean you're not wearing all of the labels all at once that's not a way to show your luxury. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That you're going to be more quiet and more subdued about it. And I think a lot more effortless, we'll say. It's just, it's easy and it's not, it's not thirsty. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think this, I think this becomes this look like fashion or your home is a lot more attainable in my mind than trying to like wear either labels or fake labels and big medallions and brands and logos and just trying to scream to the world that you like this thing. Um, if that's your style, awesome. Like stay there. You do you. But I, I think this is really something that's like, it's lovely. I, I want to say you sent me a video of the, um, how, how to, to be, dress, how like, how a to dress like a French girl. Uh-huh. And I thought that that was just like such a, like a lovely, <laughs> Uh-huh. Lovely approach to this. I'm like, I think it relates really well mm-hmm. into this topic just because th- her whole thing was, it was just this kind of this easy elegance, you know, but it was casual. Everything that they have, like if it's good, it's worth repairing, yes. you know, so nothing looks too brand new or too, too creased or anything. It's a lot more casual and it like the, you can look at the materials and you know that it's good and it's honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really, I, I really I dug it. And like the, your hair is not too overdone. Your makeup's not too overdone. Your home's not too overdone. Your clothing is not too overdone. It's just easy and it's comfortable and it's a lifestyle, but you mm-hmm. know, it's quality when you see it. Yeah. And it's a believable. Yeah, it's, it's um, believable. And yeah, so, it's not so starched and it's not so high maintenance, yeah. you know, there's like an easiness about it, but it's still dressing really, really well. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think looking pretty, Above all, one of the really cool key points that they make too is even your hairstyle should be something that suits you. It's not something that's on trend, but that the color looks great on your skin and on your face and the cut is really great for just you. So it's, it's about your lifestyle. And, um, I like so much that they say quiet luxury isn't a trend. It's a lifestyle. So, um, getting into it, Harper's Bazaar wrote a really great article, um, just like a few days ago. And we're kind of un- 
unpacking that article as we talk about it, just to help um, use their words, because one of the things that they're saying is that it's not so easily defined or identified, this, this new fashion buzzword, or more accurately said, a phrase with which we can bet you're already familiar with. It's quiet luxury, but unlike many other trends like Barbie Pink or Ballet Corps or Equestrian, it's not easy to define or to identify. So they give some really good brands that will call out that do a good job of not using huge labels, mm-hmm. but it's just this overall look and this overall but lifestyle. If you know, you know. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think those that do and look for that sort of thing, because they love fashion, mm-hmm. they'll know right away like what brand it is, but then there's no labels. Yeah. So. And if even if you can't afford some of those things, because like the price tag's high on these, even though it's, it's quiet luxury, you at least kind of know like what looks lovely and right. like, you know, how it's how like, to get the look, how to get the look and how it's like, and you'll see how it just like drapes on someone's body. And you're like, Hey, when I'm shopping for this type of blouse, if I can't afford cashmere, look for something that's going to drape. Or if we're talking about the home, look for authentic materials like real marble yes. you know, versus a porcelain. So Sorry, Jess, continue. No, I love that. So again, this comes from Harper's Bazaar and it's um, it's called Quiet Luxury Lifestyle is the name of the piece. If you want to look it up, it's really, it's a fun read. And we'll, we'll of course use this a lot on here, but they say quiet luxury, um, a mood more than a trend is frustratingly amorphous. It's The Row, which is a brand, R-O-W, The Row, Tove, T-O-V-E, and Kate, K-H-A-I-T-E, or Phoebe Philo for Celine. It's softer than minimalism, but more polished than normcore. It's off-duty Olsen twins mixed with Sienna Miller in Anatomy of a Scandal. It's Jennifer Aniston in another well-cut back dress, black dress or Amal Clooney in a beautifully tailored suit. It's old money, stealth wealth, and discretion all rolled into one. In short, it's difficult to pin down in a few words, which is part of its appeal. Nothing truly luxurious was ever easily won. I think that's so well said. And I think also the visuals that come up when you think of um, Sienna Miller in Anatomy of a Scandal. I have a picture of her right here and it's, it's kind of an equestrian look with a great hat on. She's got like a really great um, coat that looks like you would wear maybe riding a horse. It was more equestrian, a nice flannel shirt, a pair of denim, great boots. You know that the denim fits are exactly perfect. Yeah. And the quality of the materials is beautiful, but there's no brand names, but we all know that obviously riding a horse or having farm is a very expensive hobby. And these guys obviously look like millionaires doing it. So that's sort of the look or the lifestyle when you're getting sort of dressed up. I think this look particularly for fall or depending on where you live, maybe you summer in Montana or in Wyoming or yeah. something like that. I think this looks, looks, looks very good. And when you think about the millionaires up in those areas, in they're not dripping places. labels. It's just more like the, the honesty of materials and the well put together outfit. Yeah. Yeah. But and it, honestly, like when you look at it, if you don't look closely, like it looks normal. Yeah. It looks very, very normal. There's like nothing to, there's nothing yelling at you. But when you, yeah, when you go to pat them on the shoulder, mm-hmm. give them a hug, you'll be like, what? Is that velvet? Like, <laughs> is that what cashmere? Is, what's that cashmere? cashmere blend? It's gorgeous. Yeah. So, the hardware is probably very pretty on these pieces and it's probably well tailored, yeah. um, but not so drippy on the label. Yeah. So I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. I do. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse 
do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't. I'm freezing. My husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Yeah. Um, And then she goes on to say, the inconspicuous aesthetic of quiet luxury has been nearly exemplified in every intersection of two much discussed recent cultural moments. The first one um, being on succession. The second one being Gwyneth Paltrow's courtroom wardrobe. Do you guys remember? She was just barely barely in Park City um, sort of fighting this case about like getting in this little ski accident. Anyway, but boy, did she look good. So good, right? Yeah. Yeah. It she wasn't was not messing around. It wasn't so much of the clunky wielding of brand names like they were on succession when the girl wore the huge Burberry tote with the plaid. And everybody's like, what is that? Nothing about that was quiet luxury. Well, it's just not believable. Either yeah. like, uh, unless you have a baby and there's like wipes and diapers in there, which, hello, I'm in that case, but... There's nothing in there that she needed. I think quiet luxury is also just like going into a place, wisping in there and all you have is your phone because that's all you need. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> because everything's on there and like, yeah, you're you're set to go. Yep. I yeah. love that. That's great. So they described um, Gwyneth Paltrow's outfit as like soft leather, delicate jewelry from head to toe, unshowy, unbranded designer pieces is perhaps the most fully formed version of the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Just looking great without having to say what you're wearing. She's always been like that too. Totally. Mm -hmm. So is her mother. Yes. Her mother. Like if you see them both, you're just like, gosh, that's a chip off the old block. Like she. She's effortless. She's completely effortless. And you're just like, you don't know if she's wearing makeup or not because she's just glowy all the time. Yeah. I like that. Um, To make this continue to beat the same drum. You guys are like, we got it. We got it. But they say hallmarks. Such as classic, well-made, muted staples that don't shout out their provenance. That is what we're talking about here. Well-made, muted staples that don't shout a brand name, also known as quote-unquote classics. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I think they they kind of quietly communicate this low-key but undeniable high-end unfussiness. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really, really a lovely description. Um, it goes on to say it's about mixing an eye-watering expensive coat with baggy vintage jeans, wearing multiple shades of beige all at once. I love that visual. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I just saw it in my head. Totally. An expensive watch, uh, just peeking out from under the cuff of a thick cream jumper, also known as a sweater here in America. It's about quality over quantity, 
and having the instinctive style and confidence to invest in wear for life pieces. Mm. Back to the French thing of yeah. getting something really well made and then taking it back to continue to get it. Yeah. And it just almost Perfect. gets better. Yeah. It just gets better and better because like you find the jeans and they fit perfectly. Totally. You know, and, and almost better, I think to like inherit grandpa's watch and get it sized to fit you than to go buy a brand new one. Yeah. You know, Amen. There's no, something kinda... there, and there's the storytelling. And I think along with the story of like how you dress, like how long, how many lives those jeans have lived, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of goes into the home too, you know, yes. which obviously like, that's what we are going to talk to you more about, but it's, it's the storytelling. Like you don't have to have a lot if what you have has meaning, yes. you know, and it has that quality that we're talking about. Or if you just like love it, like I would much yeah. rather spend more money on one coat. I have one coat, you know, that lasts me and I just wear the hell out of it. And I just like yeah. love it. And, and rather than, you know, a couple, a couple that are less expensive, I'd rather just buy the one, the one that I want. And I'm, you'll see me in it every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That type of thing. Yeah. I think we can all probably go back in like our, like memory files and think about people like this. I remember there was a girl I went to dear friend I went to design school with mm-hmm. and she always said she had such a cool style. She would design so well. She had, she just had the Midas touch, but like how she dressed and everything, she, there was a lot of repetition and she always wore the same jewelry uh-huh. and like, but they were good pieces. Like probably like around Sundance. I was probably like, mm-hmm. was nice around that age timeline for us, but like they were just beautiful and like, and she didn't need more, which I like so envied, you know, that like she wasn't trying too hard and she just like wore the few great things and she, she wore them well and she wore them over and over again. And like, and she's like, she's always been like stamped in my mind Mm -hmm. as being kind of this quiet luxury, even as a college student, you know? And so again, I don't think that this whole movement I think is attainable. Yes. I think it's attainable, you know, and just finding the pieces that you love that like have a story, you know, and then like driving that through in all portions of your life. And it's, and it's permission to where you like, you can just, Hey, just buy the things that you love and don't worry about having to like keep up with so-and-so. Yeah. It's just, it almost just feels like a breath of like fresh air to me because I'm like, I can like breathe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't Mm -hmm. have to, you know, compete. It's, you can just be you and, you know, especially if this like vibes with your personality, mm-hmm. live your life and, you know, live your best life. Yeah. As, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's a lot of room though for personality injection, like mm-hmm. say like the Paris girl, you have, you have like a vintage or a cool pair of jeans that fits your body. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, you can dress that up however you want. If you like electric orange, by golly, wear electric orange with that, mm-hmm. you know, but just like dress, wear it in like quality and, where it fits you well and it makes you feel the most alive. Totally. I think that that's the key is just like whatever your style is, all these, I think things can relate back to you, be it your home or your fashion, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, and like we continually like harp on this too, is just to like figure out you when you're talking about the haircut, I've gone through so many haircuts. You've gone through so many haircuts. Some have been okay. Some have been really bad but we've lived long enough to know what actually is good on us Mm -hmm. that we look back at pictures and just like, that feels like me, Mm -hmm. you know, I think you can do those little experiments to figure out what is the best version of you. Don't be adverse to changing things. If something inspires you in the future, we don't want you to get stuck, but just like understand you. Totally. I totally agree. Yeah, definitely. And I think when you're, if you think about buying some of these nicer things and living with them longer and wearing them, 
like, you know, kind of like your girlfriend where she's kind of got a formula Mm -hmm. of, I'm just going to invest in a couple of really great basics in my wardrobe and just wear them in different mixes in different ways. And you're probably going to wear that same pair of favorite Levi's twice a week. Right. Um, so you're just going to sort of mix in different things, but for instance, like on the French girl, how to dress like a French girl video, which we need to link in the show notes so everybody can watch it. Um, she, she talks about like, obviously the striped sweaters or they call them striped jumpers. Um, she had probably a stack of six or seven of them. You know what I mean? Cause some are wide, some are thin stripe. Totally. And it almost seems like all of them are horizontal stripe. Mm-hmm. I haven't bought that yet. I do feel like it's kind of a trending moment. And so I'm like, I'm not sure if I want to, but if I do, and when I do, I'm going to probably try on 20 of them and buy the one that fits me the very best. One of the things that gets under my skin the most is that I see people that don't know how to dress for their body. They don't dress flattering for themselves, but they buy the trend and then they wear it to be quote unquote in style. But you're like, you should try on more than just one version of like, I'm saying the striped sweater um, and just really get the one that's going to fit you. Very great. Flatter your figure and then wear it for five years. You know, it could be a boat neck, a V neck, a crew neck, three quarters, short sleeve, long sleeve. You know, there's so many options, but like get the drape, right. Get the knit, right. So that it lays pretty. If you like to tuck in your things that it's not too chunky to be tucked in. You know what I mean? Like really think about how you're going to style it in the dressing room. Or if you order online and it comes, put it on with those jeans that you're going to wear it with the most and try and like figure out that whole look Yeah. and don't just buy it because, oh my gosh, these are in style. Like we probably did in eighth grade, right? Mm-hmm. It was like amateur hour and it wasn't so much about how it fit, just that we were wearing it. I mean, that I did that a few months ago. Mario's like, those shoes are cool. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And they're still, they still sit in my closet because I, I just like wearing them like... They're not me. They don't feel uh-huh. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Th- they may be cool. They're not, they're, they're not cool on me. And I never wear, and I wear the same shoes, you know, the same like round of shoes and mm-hmm. those never fit in the rotation. And when I was buying them, there was something inside me that just like, like, don't like, you don't love these. And uh-huh. I'm much, I am so much of a person that like, I, if I'm buying something, I have to love it or it's just like useless to me. Yeah. Like that's those pair of shoes. As you were talking, Jess, that's uh-huh. what I was thinking in my head. I was like, those damn that's all he sees in his head right now yeah Yeah. I think we've all been stuck like with like a stylist bringing something to us in a dressing room and somehow it ends up in in the bag that we take home and we try it on we're just like who are you and you like you feel you feel obligated to do it kind of I'm like okay yeah like maybe I'm yeah I don't know maybe if I style just right it'll feel like me Mm -hmm. it won't and then you have to like deal with your turns who wants to do with that yeah or stare at stare at them in your closet forever you know haunt you yeah make you better make better buying decisions next time Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) I love that okay let's take quiet luxury into the home Um, this is what the article says at home. Quiet luxury is enjoyed by yourself, not displayed for the approval of others. It's fluffy. Mm. It's fluffy towels and an oversized robe, preferably warmed on a radiator or rail. It's plenty of cozy throws cashmere if you can. And of course a fire, either electric or real. It's lots of eclectic furniture from expensive antiques to personal jumble sale finds. I love jumble sale. sale. (laughs) Jumble sale finds each piece with its own story. It's having decades old, but still beautiful copper pots and pans and a playlist on a Bose sound system and a Smithson notebook taking another cue from Paltrow on your well-worn wooden desk. Mm. So it's, you can just feel the lifestyle of it all. You can hear the radio playing 
I think your record player playing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's just like the sound, the feel, the Sounds quality. Beautiful. The smells are beautiful. Uh-huh. The yeah. warmed robe on the radiator, like not just your cold robe. Yeah. That visual is so beautiful. Especially the radiator. Yeah. Like, and it's such a, when you said that, I'm just like, that's such a humble thing. Cause a lot of people take them out if they have an old home, but there's something so beautiful about them when you've lived with them yeah. that just like speaks, speaks years, mm-hmm. you know, beyond what you've lived on the earth. So I just, I love that they like included that like humble scene setting. Yep. Really I do good. too. I think kind of along with that, uh, right now we're getting some kickback from our PR team saying that when we style for photo shoots, glam is out. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants these big showy, overly styled tables anymore. Less is more. And what they want to see is more comfortable, more effortless styling for the interiors. Yeah. So you want it to be more undone, unbalanced, um, just kind of happenstance things put on a mantle. Yeah. Clipped from the garden, a few, you know, seasonal flowers in a vase or seasonal fruit, nothing staged. Yeah. Do you guys feel like that is harder to do than, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In in my opinion, it is. It's it's, it's like harder to just make something look effortless. Yes. Because you want to style it perfectly and you're like, nope, push that vase to the side and kind of twist it backwards a little bit. It needs to feel a little bit more free form. And you can't sit and focus on it too long. You kind of want to keep your eye moving. And so on some of our previous projects, she's like, these are too glam. And so we know in styling, we're going into a season where we're going to do about four shoots in one month coming up (laughs) next month, actually. And so we just know the styling needs to be pulled way, way, way back. Maybe have a pair of old slippers in the room, have the dog maybe sitting down, thrown down on the yeah, a pair of keys, maybe some jewelry on the table. So it's a very like slice of life is how we'll call Mm -hmm. it instead of picture perfect is sort of the look. So I know some of you are interior designers that listen to the podcast. Um, by the way, thank you for saying hi. If we saw you at market just barely, that was so so fun. fun. Yeah. We will learn the interior designers listen to the podcast when we get to see some of you guys out and about. Um, so I think it's just a good thing to pay forward when you're thinking about styling your own projects. And then those of you that are listening, when you, if you're obsessed with design, then, you know, also just really give yourself a very believable look yeah, and kind of your life. Like think like, what would I like, what would I need on that spot? What's like the very minimal thing that it's like Picasso's at it, man. Mm-hmm. You're just pulling back stuff and like mm-hmm. taking things out. I can think of like three services in my house. I'm like, I probably don't need that. I can move that, you know, and just like store it until it becomes fall. And I want to layer a few more layers and feel that texture. But mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's livable, you know, we're yeah. talking about kind of that entry table moment and you go in and you may have clipped something from the garden. So even like your florals or whatever, you go to Trader Joe's, wherever you get it. And you just like, you just have like all the same thing that's just kind of draped in the little vase. And you have like a simple bowl just to catch something you know, but that's its job is just to catch it. And then you might have a lamp. That's Mm -hmm. it. And you walk away. Yeah. Nothing else, you know? Yeah. So, which is really, again, it's attainable Mm -hmm. to all listeners, you know, like, and I think it's such a beautiful, easy lifestyle that makes you comfortable, but makes also everyone else that walks into that entry, like understand how to use the space Mm -hmm. and like get comfortable right off the bat. Yep. You know, to just like take off your shoes, the fire's going, the music's playing, you know, have a seat. Also, um, back to the point of not just styling, but if you're in the middle of a remodel or a new build, what this means to me is that you want to just use the most beautiful products that you can 
that are natural. Yeah. Because that's the look, right? It's the cashmere robe on the radiator heater. It's not overstyling it. It's just that when you walk in, the wood floor sounds like you're walking on a wood floor mm-hmm. and not on a vat. Uh, a vinyl or on a tile that looks like a wood. Yeah. But you love that sound under your feet. That's quiet luxury. Look you have feels for you. Beautiful stone countertops. It. Exactly. But just yeah. like real honest materials when you turn on the faucet that you love the patina of the faucet. Um, those things like you can have a naked space, like Susan's saying, are very minimally styled. And the beautiful nature of the product is is the beauty of the room because you have all these honest materials. Yeah. Yeah. And natural materials give an energy. They give an energy back to your body. They give an energy back to the space and you just know it's real when you look at it. Yep. You know, so. On, a warmth too. Oh yeah. And I, like, totally. There's like an a, absolute mar- yeah, warmth. Yeah. Like a visual one as well as like, I mean, a re- like wood is warmer than plastic. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just the truth. It's so inherent. Yep. Wool is, yeah. Wool has energy that nylon won't, mm-hmm. you know, so, so true. Yeah. Yeah. The earth gives back. So, mm-hmm. so buy what you can in your price point or yeah. look at the luxury thing and then buy what you can that looks most like it. I think yeah. that's a nice way. If people can't afford wool, the f- next thing we do is we look at piece things that look like wool. We look at the colorways that look most natural. natural. Yeah. And less, you know, Not um, shiny. Yeah. And I think I've said the, this before, but even like if you're doing your kitchen and you can't afford to do a slab backsplash, it's not a big deal, but I would still do real stone on my countertops mm-hmm. and I would rather have a backsplash that looks like somebody touched it. So even if it is a porcelain or something that it looks like a human touched it. And mm-hmm. I think that that just having that texture and that movement of like human interaction is worth, I think it, it just exudes, you know, energy. Yeah. And I think that that's what this is all about. I'd say a good example of that would be instead of a subway tile, do the elongated larger subway that looks like it's been made with artist hands and they kind of have pools of glaze and they have an irregular um, shape or form or depth to them. And that is, looks more artisan than just having these things that look machined out. Yeah. Or even like the, the zealot, like the Moroccan tile, right? That whole mm-hmm. like Moroccan. And you think of all these like really gorgeous, you know, coastal cities and things where everything just looks like it's been bathed in the sun. Like the, I think it's a zealot, mm-hmm. you know, is the less expensive so option from Dow. And it's awesome. And they're just like square and they lay on each other, not quite squared up and, just like the most beautiful pooling and handmade effects. You just, you feel like you're in another world. Yeah. And, and there's think, an ease. There's and I think the difference in it is probably like $8 a square foot for like the Dell tile one. Don't yeah. quote me on that. Where the Zellage, the real ones from Morocco are like 30 something dollars, right? Mm-hmm. A square foot. So you can still look at the expensive one and get the look mm-hmm. in a more machine made one because they start to take those artisan ones and make them more affordable for people yeah. so that you guys can get the look. And that's of course more affordable than doing an entire wall of slab. Yeah. But even on the amp or ambiguity, mm-hmm. they were kind of talking about this whole movement, right? It's kind of hard to pinpoint this quiet luxury. Even the colors are hard to pinpoint. Mm-hmm. If you see anything, that's, if you see anything that's too literal or like identifiable, find something else that like has a little bit more, some question marks to it that you're just like, Ooh, is that Italian? <laughs> what is that? You know, it is that, has that been like sitting in the bottom of the ocean for a little bit and it has a verdigree now color versus that being like so literally grass green. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say like find the most like peculiar shades that feel the most luxury. I think, I think those feel the, are the most exciting to me. It's what excites my eye. 
I love that. Yeah. Good. Well said. Um, the article goes on, um, after the home to talk about beauty and wellness. And they say quiet luxury is ultimately about looking after yourself. It's high maintenance so that you can be low maintenance. Think, Mm. think, thank you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, and you can think about that. If you're trying to rush to get to that appointment, you're like, I'm doing this so that my life can be more low maintenance. I'm taking care of this so that I don't have the hangnail or, you know, whatever it is, yeah. the sunspots on my face, or I'm keeping my roots up so that I don't have to spend so much time styling my hair to try and hide my roots or the dentist, right? Yeah. Um, getting that, the, I think they talk about straightening teeth in here and just have like a really good looking smile. Also, you know, like you're just doing the work so that you you're don't, to but smile. not like too perfect or too white. But yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Let me get into yeah. that. That's this part right here. So she says, um, it's high, min- high maintenance. So you can be low maintenance. Think regular facials for glowing skin. Twice monthly manicures and pedicures, whitened, straightened teeth, but not blindingly so. We talked about that for a minute and we were like, we've all seen the person that has over whitened their teeth and it's so white. It makes my teeth hurt when I look at their teeth. You know what I mean? When you look at it, you're like, there's nothing real about that smile. And it can't take you seriously when you smile. Totally. At all. Yeah. Or you see ones that go onto that face tune app. Y'all know the one. And they brighten their teeth to like the optimal whiteness on their Instagram and they make their skin so, so tan. I have family that does this and it irks me too. <laughs> all ends. But I'm just like, nobody, like, that's not believable and that's not who you are. Like, why, why are we throwing that filter on there? Like, yeah. just be you. I think yeah. you know? I might've said this in the previous podcast when we were talking about like the, how to dress like a French um, woman thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but one thing that I love she's, that she said in there was that it, you know, the French love the imperfection in something like that makes mm-hmm. it perfect. And that's kind of how I feel about like, you know, people's teeth. Like, mm-hmm. so when I like love my wife's like teeth, just like how they, I don't know, they make it's her really smile cute. her, yeah. you know? And, um, if, you know, people have like fake veneers, that that's awesome. It's, you know, that's, I think that's great if that's what someone wants to do, but, um, I don't know, just that sentence in this article right here. I'm just like, that's just very freeing. Cause you can just be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't need to be perfect. I just need to be me, you know? Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. And then she goes on to say a timeless haircut and color that importantly suits you rather than what's been seen on the runway. Quiet luxury is having a skincare routine. It might even be an affordable French pharmacy brand you swear by and doing regular exercise, whether that's top tier Pilates class or running in the park. It's taking care of your mental health by meditating, reading a book or listening to a podcast. It's long bracing dog walks and weekends with your family. After all, time is the greatest and hardest one luxury. Oh, it is. Oh, chills. Yeah. And it goes by so like quicker and quicker. I feel like it's crazy. No. And right, right now there's like, I was, we were, me and Jess were polling last night and I was on a walk with my boys. Tom's at work. And anyway, it was just like the temperature was absolutely perfect. (sighs) The sun was kind of setting, but it was still out. People were out and about with their kids on their lawns, dogs, birds, like everybody's just coming out of hibernation and it feels so good. Mm-hmm. And it's just a walk. A walk is for free. Mm-hmm. Nobody's paying for that, but it gives so much back. So I totally believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was really, That's really, really good. beautiful. And then they go on to say, perhaps the most obvious indicator of quiet luxury, however, isn't what you have or what you wear. It's the way that you act. The low key luxe woman doesn't wait in line for a table at the latest busy restaurant. She hosts friends at home for an intimate dinner. 
She sends thoughtful cards and flowers, not big showy bouquets, but personal bunches for birthdays. She donates to charities, volunteers her time, or supports causes she believes in without shouting about it or requiring recognition. She doesn't boast about where she's going on holiday. She certainly won't share it on social media, if she even has Instagram at all. But most of all, she's quietly confident, not just in her wardrobe, her style, and her social life, but in herself, which, as some might argue, is the biggest luxury of all. So that's the article. I felt like it was really, really well said. Hard to define, but I think with all of those words for both personal style, for home, and then taking care of yourself and your mind and your health so beautifully well-rounded right yeah I think that paints a really good picture of the lifestyle of quiet luxury Mm -hmm. or as others are calling stealth wealth which means hiding your wealth you know like not showing the labels but still living beautifully yeah and I think that that's a good foundation too as you build your I don't know I was about to say your personality but your style you know I think like if you don't know where you're at this is a beautiful foundation way to understand like where you're at. And then over the years, like as you, as you collect and curate and find things that are important to you, this gives you a beautiful canvas to build upon. Well said. I love that. You guys, thanks so much for listening today. We will catch you next time on Dear Alice. If you have any questions or any podcast show ideas, anything you want answered, just send those to dearalice at alicelanehome.com. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 